0: Yo, yo, Anchor Nation, what is happening? Uh, Uncle Mike here again with another episode of My Podcast Journey and Random Life Tips. I'm your host, Uncle Mike, and today we have a special segment here, and I have two very special guests that I talk to often, um, and we met here on Anchor. Uh, First, I will introduce Freak Beats EDM Podcasts. Ayes, how are you, sir?
1: I'm alright, how are you?
0: Alright, and the next we have KT, Kevin Touch from Touch Talks. KT, how's it going?
2: Always good, man, always good.
0: Okay, and I believe this is the first, well, I mean, you guys do know of each other, but you guys haven't really actually spoke with each other on Anchor, so you know, this is kind of new for everybody. Uh, so hey man, welcome welcome to my podcast. Welcome to Uncle Mike's uh, podcast journey.
2: Hey man, I uh, appreciate you taking the time and free beats, it's an honor man.
1: Yeah, man, it's an honor to be, it's a world's world's first, man. <laughs> yes <laughs>
0: And today, today's topic is is a kind of an interesting one. And uh, you know, uh, me and uh, Is last night were kind of you know chit chatting, and we just came upo- came upon this topic about uh, millennials and uh, how uh, we uh, as uh, uh, I guess an older generation. I don't consider myself a millennial, and obviously, Is is uh, uh, the same. Uh, we're, we're probably of the same caliber. I would say Is is a little more OG than me. And then you know, I I'm, have. I'm here- proud.
1: I'm proud to be Generation X.
0: <laughs> is that Gen X? Yeah, Gen yeah. X. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Gen X. Uh, am I part of Gen X too? Then?
1: Well, according to this article that I dug out, uh, anybody who is, um, let me let me find it. I sent it to you this morning, didn't I? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You sent
0: me an excerpt, so.
1: Of- so, uh, it says a 2018 report from Pew Research Center defines millennials as born from 1981 to 1996, choosing these dates for key political, economic and social factors, including September 11 terrorist attacks. This range makes millennials 5 to 20 years old at the time of the attacks, so old enough to comprehend their historical significance. Uh, Pew indicated that they would use 1981 to 1996 for future publications but would remain open to date recalibration so um, i don't know whether kt is born after 1996 or within that period i'm
2: after some uh, gen zer
1: so you you so you don't we don't actually have a millennial here <laughs> we 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 talk on their behalf then <laughs> well,
2: but but the, the one thing I'll say is I, I do have a lot. Of, my Uncle Mike knows I have a lot of traits that do reflect off more millennial, though. Mm. So that is, that is good. But... Yes. Okay.
1: So we basically have one kind of Gen Z, but kind of uh, brushes off a little bit of Gen Y, millennials. We have uh, the host, the main host, which is Gen X, but on the cast with millennials. Uh, and we have me, who's like uh, midway Gen X, and proud of it. Yeah,
0: because I was born. I was born in 1980. I was like yes. right. I was right there, right at the cusp. But I mean, yeah. I I feel personally, I can, you know, I can definitely relate to both Gen X and millennials or Gen Z. Yes. Maybe Gen Z. I don't know. <laughs> but I will say, I, my my he was born in. 1995. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do want to, I do think he's a part of the millennial. But it, anyways, back to the subject at hand. I mean, you know, what we were talking about yesterday about how, you know, certain things about millennials that we just can't seem to understand or try to uh we were trying to understand and we couldn't understand like why uh you know millennials do certain things the way they do
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and it it, you know it just kind of boggled us uh you know and we we, we were thinking like well KT (laughs) it it was probably a millennial you know like like let's ask him so that's why we have you on here KT I hope I hope it's okay man I mean it's really it's like lunchtime for me it's like one o'clock but as you guys know i'm i'm currently unemployed (laughs) waiting for my next uh gig to uh you know happen so in the meantime you know I'm i'm you know handling my personal affairs i I just came back from court oh man that was that was that was rough man going to court and seven in the morning trying to get a court case going and I was able to schedule a, a court time to to go uh, to go uh, to go back on the 18th. Oh man, um, we lost him. <laughs> we lost him, man. Uh, I, I, geez, I wonder if he'll come back. It might be that same Android problem.
1: There
0: he is. Oh, he's back. I are you are you there?
1: Yes, yes. yes something happened.
0: Oh, I'm surprised you were able to come back. back. I thought like once we lost you, that's it. Like we would have to redo the whole call. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm happy you're back, man. I'm happy we don't have to do this again, or not do it again. But we'll, you know, we would basically pick up where we left off. Um, But uh, yeah, man. I mean, so um, I I know you you definitely have some questions for uh, for KT. Yes. And I, I can definitely be somewhat of a moderator here and uh, try to, if anything, you know, bridge, be a bridge for
1: mm-hmm.
0: both both sides and try to explain both sides. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I asked if you have a question uh, for KT, man, go for it.
1: Okay, so uh, KT, man, um, huh? the the whole idea uh, came about because I, I think I'm a little bit OCD with the use of language myself. Uh, perhaps so more than others so I posted on a forum um, I like myself I like anime watching anime Mm -hmm. and I know that anime I don't know if you know it's this is Japanese animation Um, uh, you cannot use the plural form to anime so you cannot say I watch animes so you cannot Hmm. say I watch anime so I posted this on a forum and then I had an attack, I mean, from, I don't know how many, I lost count at the end of it, people making fun of me. Oh. Um, so basically, the first person who came about said, I can, uh, I can pronounce it any way I want. And then everybody else started making fun, like animoi, Anime, Animus, animu, whatever, you know, they start making mm-hmm. uh, uh, complete fun of me. So I start wondering, is it something, you know, the fact that I posted, obviously, as I said, I raise my hand and I say I have OCD good language. But I, w- when I write a forum post or where, when I post on my podcast, I try to be as good with um, grammar and syntax as possible. Another, right. another example, for example, is I see some people that they, they write in your instead of saying you are or you apostrophe are, they say you're. And hmm. when, whenever I correct somebody on on YouTube, for example, they, they get crazy about it. Oh. And, and it's it's quite obvious that there's, they probably are a bit younger, like we could say in the millennial range. Correct. So I was thinking, what was so bad about me wanting to correct people and say, look, don't say anime, just say anime, this is the correct form. People just jumped on my throat like I did something really badly wrong.
2: Right, so, yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong
1: there, but I right, people, people kicked back like I was trying to be some self-righteous teacher or preacher, and uh, this is how I was treated. I guess if I was a teacher to these guys, and I know Uncle Mike identifies himself like his dream profession is a teacher he would probably suffer because people would start you know jumping on him and say like don't tell me what to do I uh, know what to do
2: oh yeah yeah, man. Uh, the problem is something I see across the board is people don't like to be told what to do like I'll be, I'll be honest with you I deal with that every day too sometimes I see people in the halls and I go around and they just don't like to be told what to do they don't like they, they're not open minded if this generation is too closed off to the phones, the generation Z, and they can't they can't really expect help when they can't even accept the fact that uh, help is really the answer. Or a little criticism is, uh, is, is like, oh no, you hurt me, you touched me. And that's unfortunate because constructive criticism is what really benefits your personal development and your growth. Uh, as far as online forum and why that's such a big deal I have no idea I mean there's people who are I know there's grammar there's grammar Nazis they call them like oh you know but you were just trying to make a point so I don't <laughs> see I don't see why I don't see what the big deal is about it I mean it's not like you're doing a crime or you're making something illegal on the yeah. internet you're just trying to make a a valid point and I'm sure whoever was on the other end probably thought you're like oh what are you doing you're like my my parent here or something or my teacher like it's unfortunate i think that's something that it happens it shouldn't it shouldn't happen but society has accepted that unfortunately as a normal rather an exception which it shouldn't even be the case but anyway so yeah
0: it's, well i was going to well let me jump in right quick and i just Go for it. just i was just going to say like if you're going into a forum trying to argue with someone man that's like
2: you're asking for trouble.
0: Yeah, you're you're, you're better <laughs> you're better off banging your head on the wall because it's just gonna do the same thing. <laughs> you know, like you go on the internet to pick a fight, man. Forget luck. that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, however, if you kind of actually like, say, we're here, kind of talking to each other, and we we correct each other or what have you, I feel. Uh, or even in person, when you talk to someone in person and you correct them when they talk when they use the grammar incorrectly, you know they would definitely uh, receive that, mu- you know, much better. Yeah, much better. I mean, wouldn- wouldn't you agree, Ayas?
1: Yes, but that's because I know both of you, so I know you probably won't you would do something like that because you care about me. Oh yeah but what, what I want to explore though with with Katie or yourself is do you think an older person like me would take it and say oh shit you know I've done this I better not do it again And the let's talk about majorities because there cannot be a rule about humanity. Everybody's different, correct but let's so but let's talk about the majority of people. Uh, so would a millennial kick back like they did or not? This is what I'm trying to understand. So you're trying to understand like the reaction, or would it just be like they kick back and like fight fight with you? I'm trying to understand whether this is the response is typical of a millennial, uh, or whether it was just a random effect, and then we can take it further after that.
2: Online, it could be random. I mean my experience online has been relatively to almost 100% positive from anybody and I'm an open minded person and there's other people that you look on like a Twitter or Instagram or the comment section if it's not their opinion being right or they don't like to be told what they do it's not just you they'll do it to everybody I think mm-hmm. the thing here is you can't control someone's emotions. It's all—it's very subjective. It's hard to explain because everyone is different, right? So it, the, the majority, I would say, would probably not do it. I do believe there's it, it, there's more good than bad, but there's also more common sense than non-common sense
1: mm-hmm. with
2: the millennial, the, the exact millennial generation.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The Gen Z is a little bit different. That's that sometimes can be hit or miss i mean there are times where i feel like the adult the gen z difference sometimes is too big where it's too different two generation difference a, a half a generation of generate whatever the case may be and it's just not clicking but the majority of the time it could be an isolated incident especially online if this was in real life and they do this all the time well then you know to ignore them or that's it walk away but uh Most of the time, I would say people have more common sense rather than be a fool and try to neglect someone's grammar or something as simple as one letter, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, uh, Therefore, to take it a step further, I think where I was getting at is two issues. Number one is, do you think there has been a change to response to authority Mm -hmm. in generations? So we have the baby boomers before me then we have Gen X, Uh, then we have Gen Y or Millennials, and now we have Gen Z, which is up and coming. So do you think, number one, do you think there has been a change to authority, to the way people respond to authority? And number two, what do you think of, what is the, again, what do the majority believe about standards in general?
2: Okay, I'll start with the authority one. Uh, Yes. I believe since... I want to say the late 90s, I want to say, and I, I, was, I was too young, I was like a year old in the late 90s, uh, I want to say that became the era where people knew 2000 was coming, the internet's coming, technology's coming, those are the three things. And everyone said, all right, well, we can do whatever we want. Technology has changed the space where we can do everything we want now, and we don't have to interact as frequently offline, real, real, real face contact. The, the My generation, the Gen Z, I think authority is the problem. They they respect it, but it depends. I mean, it really depends. Do they respect it enough of, oh, you're just a stranger. I'd rather be doing something different, or do they do it to their parents? And the root could be two things. It could literally be the parents aren't raising the kids enough this day and age to really understand the meaning of authority. They think, well, parents aren't really treating them like parents. The parents are treating the kids like they're your friends. That's where the problem lies. It's like if you think if the parents tell the kid to treat everyone in a sense like they're just a friend, authority doesn't matter, then you see the problem. Like I still say, unless you're my unless you're my friend, I'll say your name, but if you're not my friend, I still say Mr. Mrs. Sir, ma'am. That the, The proper protocol but nowadays there's none of that it's like yo bro what's going on hey how you doing you know it's it's too loose and it just evolved over time that the way freedom of speech has evolved in the sense that you can be more rebellious of the internet, you can hide behind the screen with the feelings it it shows in the way you act according accordingly to authority and real life situations uh, as far as what, what was the second part again?
1: Um, the second part was about uh, standards, but Stands. perhaps perhaps let's let's keep the standards. Let's hear what let's hear what Mike has so, to yeah.
0: say. Yeah, yeah, Uncle Mike, you're the uh, late late, <laughs> late gen Xer. <laughs> yeah, late gen Xer. I mean, uh, man, I, I I really don't have uh, much thought about the uh, you know about
1: okay um, let, let me pose a question you like to be a teacher you told me this is your dream job Okay, now you're a teacher you're in class Okay, mm. I don't know how you behaved uh, to your teachers when you were in school right. uh, primary school and high school but mm-hmm. let's say that people don't respect you at all how would you feel about that how would you react
0: uh not not too well. that's for sure. I mean, you know like uh, you you know as a, as a, a teacher in the classroom, you know you're you're supposed to have that type of uh, authority uh, you know you're the you're the teacher of the classroom. So you know students ought to be listening to you and and you know following your directions. And if they're not then they're not then I'm not doing my job as a teacher. Uh, you know, and and it's going to reflect on their grades, on their behavior, uh, all those things. You know, but I also feel that, like you know, uh, uh, all that all that shit starts at home too. That's why I said mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: all that shit definitely starts at home. Starts at you know with the parenting. You know, not you know not uh, you know like learning manners and <laughs> you know learning how to speak, learning how to be polite. Learning how to, you know, learning about, like, uh, not 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 talking back, but, like, listening and, and you know, paying attention. You hit and, the word on the head, man. Listening. That, that's, and, that's the yeah. problem. And, yeah, listening. And a lot of, you know, kids today, uh, they, or millennials, you know, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it because it's, yeah, like, if it's, if it's affecting their feelings... You know the emotions, then that's a problem. You know why do they I'm, want I'm, to I'm, hear it? I'm, 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 yeah. He said, "What? Why do you believe they don't hear it?
1: Why don't they want to hear it? This yeah, is what? I'm trying to understand.
0: It's I I I feel it's a sense of uh, entitlement that you know that they're immediately you know um, that they're immediately given you know uh, when you know growing up." You know, with uh, with with the parenting again. You know, like how they say. You know, it's just like oh. Especially, I think uh, parents, uh, Gen X parents, maybe uh, they're they're like, oh, I never got the things that, uh, or you know, growing up, I never got the things that I wanted as a kid. So I'm gonna spoil the shit out of my kid. And you know, give them everything that they, they never had.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And 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 by and by doing so. You know, they get that sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. It's like, and you see it too. It's like, uh, you know, they want uh, a lot of kids grow up on pizza and McDonald's for dinner, because oh, that's because that's what they want it. And the parents don't have time to go home and cook for them, so they're like, "Fuck it," <laughs> you know. It's easy. It's it's cheaper than actually, uh, you know, saves more time to just go pick it up from the from the drive-through than to go home and to you know cook. And, and you know make prepare a, a, a you know a healthy meal for them after they slaved uh, 8 hour 8 9 hours 10 hours at work you know coming home they're tired you know and mm-hmm. it's just like of they course. don't want to you know so uh, you know I, I i feel like there's definitely a lot of that going on especially in the western western uh, society
1: okay so having explored this and kind of we all agree and conclude that the problem lies with the parents as the smallest nuclear part of society how Katie you could be able to uh, perhaps help me with this how do you Uh think the parents the millennials as parents will be (laughs)
2: oh my gosh oh man this is uh, this is a tough one Um, let's say I was let's say I was a dad basically I'm going to take the ways my parents taught me and just apply it. So here's how... It, but The thing is with my situation is not everyone's me. I have to, I have to understand that. My, yeah, don't, my, don't
1: talk only about yourself. Talk about your, your you know, your friends, your right. your community. I,
2: I, I honestly think millennials, parents, they're, they're going to be... They're going to be very interesting because they won't be to the point where they're going to risk-take every day. However, they're also not going to point to the like let's just be conservative. They're going to... They're going to tell their kids like it is, and they're they're going to. You're going. They're going to see them develop. I think my hope would be that the parents of the millennial generation, as they get Gen Z, and then I don't know whatever is next, that that crew is they develop more skills of listening, and they talk more about the practicing of authority figures, and they start practicing more communication. I think the another, and this is another problem too. Kids, they like to stay together. They don't like to branch out from their social groups. I, I noticed that a lot. There's not many people mm. who go like, you know what? Let's just branch out. I'm a nine-year-old. Let's branch out to like a ten. There's no one. No one feels like they can go to that older figure and talk. It's like, oh, my God, they are ten years older than me. <laughs> uh, what's the point? You know, but th- th- that's not the point. The point is if you can still learn from them and listen, yeah, there's, there's a reason why we have two ears for a reason. We have two years that we can soak in more information. You can just absorb that information when your brain is like a vacuum or a sponge at nine years old. Eventually, all the comprehension you learn from your parents and actions and the outside world who are, forget positive forces, just people who are realistic and have a good head on their shoulder forces, you're going to naturally develop that way. And if you naturally develop that way, the chances are you'll be more compliant uh, regulation with teachers, parents, uh, mm. authority figures, police—I mean, everybody. It's, it doesn't even have to just be a teacher. I mean, there's there are times in the community where I see, unfortunately, even parents in stores. Man, like it's like their kids on the phone all day, and and at a restaurant, like yo, trying to have a decent meal here, like get off the phone. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> I mean, for real, it's like that's not what I do in a restaurant. I mean, it, it, to me, I think if we can break that stigma of saying all right, there's time for social media, there's time for the social interaction, there's time for that, but there's more importantly at a younger age, it's more important to go out in the real world, explore, be more assertive in communication and skills that will apply more, rather than also trying to be a rebel where you learn from a negative force that just continually affects you down the road.
1: So you think there's going to be a kickback of what's happening with millennials and and people would kind of perhaps reverse to all the ways? Is that what you're trying to say or did I get this wrong?
2: Uh, If if they, you got it right or wrong. I think if they continue the path we're on right now and we continue to neglect these things, oh, we're going to be in trouble. However, I do believe, the one thing I do believe in this world is there's always a bunch of people out there that there's a small group that our innovators, leaders, and people who may have more answers than us. They may think, if we can get those people who are those leaders, innovators, to not just only help themselves, of course, with what they're doing, but open up to the world and try to give back value and resources and time to the actual society and the meanings of life, well, then there, there's your answer right there. Is if, if the people at the top can do that, and parents can start realizing, hey, you know what, if people are really just trying to be normal and we're trying to grow these kids up right, then we're going to reverse back to old ways in a heartbeat. I think another problem is is what kids are doing today as hobbies is, is very interesting. I mean, we, we live in a world where society is... You can make money off of anything, of course, but you, you see everybody playing video games on Twitch now. You see... Uh, there's not as many get-togethers as there used to be back in the day it's just more online stuff video chatting all of this and it, it it definitely turns off the social aspect of going out and having a good time and if we can revert those ways in the sense that the parents can start doing that a little bit more and the kids can cognizantly recognize at age six that hey my parents are not on the phone all the time they're doing something that's going in the old memory bank. I, I don't. Care. I'll say this much: kids are getting waste. If they get off the phones, they're smarter than me. Kids are getting yeah. born. Kids getting born now, it's the science of evolution. Their heads are back further than my head, in a sense that their brain capacity is more. That's a lot of power and knowledge, as long as you develop and expand that. And if they develop and expand it the right way, in twenty years, we're going to be in the stratosphere as far as technology and innovation. The problem is if we also know that they have this great capacity to do, uh, sky's the limit, great things, but they neglect the real life aspect of going out to the real world and being polite and, and showing professionalism because they still have that kid mindset of what their parents are saying or what they're getting influenced, then there's your end result. It's, they're, they're just only going to be a one-sided machine. They, they only can print the copies out, keep hitting print but they can't actually produce it on the other side, the, the printer. So I think I think it's really it's up in the air. It's on it's pretty much on us. It's on the millennials. It's on the Gen Zers right now to start saying we know what's going to be coming in ten years. Technology is only going to get even more advanced and more sophisticated. To align that with this, the tech, now of course we also don't want to get outdated. But to align technology. And now my personal communication skills, I always say this from day one, we'll start from the parents. But we also need to need to take an invest in the community and go into stuff that bonds people together. Instead of just video chatting or uh, playing video games all day. Let's do something in the community that gets gets the kids thinking, all right, you know what? life's not just about this game it's really about other things and there's more important things to life than uh, just a game and then when they become parents to Gen Zers and whatever's next we hope that that what we've been taught is we'll be taught to the next next generation that they'll revert back to your old ways or or even to a society where everything seems a little bit more uh, less convoluted and more assertive in communication and directness
0: for sure yeah, this is why I don't want to have kids. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there, <laughs> man. Cause, why
1: don't you want to have kids,
0: man? Because you, man, because you're raising them. You're raising them in this type of world where you're just not too sure uh, what's the, you know, what the values are. Um, well, well, I, I can't just personally. I mean that that's one of the factors. But me personally, I'm I'm also very selfish. You know, like in the way that like I I you know, I enjoy my time alone. I, you know, uh, I like to, you know, travel and I don't want to be, you know, bringing, uh, bringing, a uh, you know, 18 month old baby with me when I'm doing that. I, uh, you know, cause that, that tends to, uh, for me anyways, would, that would, ru- that would totally ruin the experience of the, of the vacation or the, of the trip. Mm. Cause I'm worried about want... the child. So
1: <laughs> do do you want to tell Katie the story you told me about, um, the mother and the clubbing. You told me that the other day.
0: What, which? I'm sorry. Which story was the, a, the mother, mother
1: and... that w- went clubbing had the child? Oh and...
0: uh, well, I mean, okay. She, she well, she's a good friend of mine. She was okay. okay oh, uh, she was someone that I uh, uh, KT knows who she is. I I sent. Uh, well, Katie has so many. Uh, of these of these messages now, so he, K- KT, you're currently doing a, a you know United promotions on oh, Instagram, yeah. on Instagram, and uh, you asked me to do the challenge. I, you know, I obliged, and I you know yes. some I wrote some messages out. I think she was the first one, or the second one, or I'm third one. It was up. it was yeah, it was it was uh, it was you. Okay, all, the, you were the first three, so it was you, Ayus, and her. Right. Just because, just because, okay, so, uh, I mean, you know, and she's, she is, I, okay, she is straight up millennial. She is straight up 27 or 28. I think she's 28 now. She's a mother. She's a mother of a single boy. Um, And uh, she, like, and I, the, the, how I met her, how I first met her was through the, through the club. You know, like I went, I went clubbing one night and we just started kind of we were out having a cigarette and she just like kind of walked up and just started chatting with me and uh, we just became like really cool friends. Is it, is, this, every... is it Emmy? Yeah, it's Emmy. Okay. It's Emmy. Yeah. And, and Emmy's yeah. Like she's super cool, super cool. Uh, millennial, not, um, she's almost like one of the guys kind of a thing, you know, like she doesn't, her feelings don't get hurt easily. She's, you know, kind of always down to just hang out or, She's always down to go to these uh, EDM shows, EDM events. And it just really surprises me because she's a mother. She's a mother and she, you know, she's a child, 10 year old boy, I believe, 10 or 11 year old. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, oh my God, like, 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 if you're out here partying, who's raising the kid? (laughs) Oh, God. No, and she parties. I mean, she literally parties. Like, she parties so much that I gotta. You know, like I got to distance myself from her uh, because it's because she 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 goes way harder than I do. Um, but I, at the same time, she's you know, she's twenty seven, twenty eight. She's got energy, I guess, you know, so she enjoys her life. I get it. Go ahead and do all that, you know, but I'm just thinking like I'm just thinking like, dude, you, you you got a kid like you you, you, you know, you should be making sure the kid is like. You know, okay, okay, at least okay. You know, like you know, like I don't. You know, like I hope he's not just getting by. You know, and, like just scraping by. I truly I hope, hope.
1: I hope the social services don't listen to this. By the way.
0: Oh man, <laughs> well, well, don't don't worry. We're not using like uh, full full on names here, right? Okay. <laughs> K, we got KT. We got Uncle Mike. We got Is. I mean, you know, that you know. For all we know, we're making all this stuff up. So, uh, you know, like with, with with you know with M. You know, like I love her, you know, we're, you know, like from day one, like we met three years ago and she's like always just hitting me up like, hey, this show's happening. This come through, come through. And I'm, you know, and every so often I'm like, yeah, I'm down to, I'm down to come out. I'm down to so, come so out. So
1: who's looking after the
0: child? That's a good point. Well, no, her, her, well, she, her, her parents, her parents, oh. her grandma, grandma, grandpa, grandma and grandpa are, are, and they're, they're, I mean, I've met. The, I met the kid a couple of times and he's awesome. I mean, you know, he's he's in the baseball league. He sounds like like a, he, he really actually sounds like an old soul. You know, like when you meet him, he's like very independent and he's like, you know, very friendly. And I, I, I got to say, like his grandparents, like I mean, her grandparents, his grandparents, M's parents did a pretty good job. So,
1: okay, but she didn't do a pretty good job because she probably didn't do a job. Well, that,
2: that that raises a good point. The grandparents did a good job.
1: Yeah,
0: grandparents did a good job, but grandparents are grandparents. Grandparents are like probably older than us,
2: right?
1: You know? So, Katie, your comment.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: I that's interesting because
2: it, I think see, that's something that I believe a lot of the millennials and they want to have fun. I, I don't, I don't. I'm not a, you know, like don't have your fun. No, I'm, not, I'm not one of those people. However, there are times where priorities matter. The only concern yeah. I have for the kid moving forward, it's no offense to your friend, my wife, but.
0: No, no, no. I mean,
2: I, of course I, no. I, I, I think the kid wants to see his mom. Deep down, oh, it's, because if he's independent, he wants to see, like, where's my mom? Like, why is she going to these events all the time and they're not spending quality time together? I think in the long run, that could hurt because if you don't spend the quality time together, how are they supposed to spend the quality time in a relationship 20 years down the road? Or a professional relationship five years down the road? I mean, listen, baseball league sports is a great environment. But I I know the sports environment, man. That's a competitive nature. You want to win that thing. And it's so different compared to like home life where I feel – This is where we can improve on. Go out and do your partying once a month, twice a month. That's fine. I have no problem with that. But there's, let's say you do twice for every 12 months. That's 24. And then you have the rest 341 slash 42 days to go make it happen with your family, your main priorities, your lifestyle and build and grow. I mean, how you utilize, and this is another thing. I didn't talk about it. How you utilize time is another thing think time management is slipping by the throats it's for slipping it and it's something that frustrates me to this day because if we just really just utilize our time and save I don't know maybe three to four hours off things we don't need to do and prioritize uh, that's going to make a big difference in how we can use those three and four hours so I, I do wish that we can look at priorities first and then have our fun second or even better if you're if you're if you're really inclined I personally would think maybe you know what I'm doing a lot of this if I was in her position I'm doing a lot of this you know I'm feeling stressed out myself even though I have all this energy do I feel happy going to all these events and knowing my sons and the with my parents and it's it it would feel a weird feeling so I think maybe going to a family movie day or something where you can get everybody involved as a family and still have fun and incorporate um, family values and incorporate uh, life skills involved with it. It'll make him grow up to where, if he's already got this independent nature, you know, polite youngster already, imagine if he gets a little bit more of that comforting love and compassion and unconditional love, and he starts seeing the communication lines open up even more. That kid will be a force in 10 years. I mean, I don't know what he'll do, but he'll be, he'll be a force in 10 years because... There's no way of moving the kid. He's got got the five dynamics of being a good person. And I think that's the great thing is if you can have the communication, you can have the work ethic, you can have the support from your others, you can have the motivation to keep going, and you can still use your time wisely. And he gets all those five skills set into him, that's a force. Right now, he's probably got three out of five. If he gets the unconditional love, that's going to equal motivation down the road for relationships and professional building when he's 20, 30.
0: Yeah, I agree. I um, agree. Out
1: of interest, out of interest is she a single mother?
0: Yes. Very okay. Yes. Sing, single mom. Uh when I well I met her when I met her she was I mean, you know, she had a boyfriend. Um Duh. and then and then I mean, you know, uh, you, uh I, I I I'm not going to get into too much into her personal like, No, they, no, no. They were together they were let's, together, let's they were together but they broke up and then that's so good. That's, good. Good. No yeah, you know, that's good. It's not relevant here. That's 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 all that. Yeah, that, that's all I it's want no to say relevant. about it. It's relevant. But she, yes, she is a single mother. No, that's good enough. That's good enough. Uh, yeah.
1: Do we, do we think that anybody can become a parent? What's your view on this? I know this is very controversial stuff. Now, you want me to start Uncle Mike, or you? Um, go for it. Go for it. Uh,
2: my, my view on it is that are you emotional? You got to be emotionally, physically, and stress mm. ready. I mean, that's the three things. I mean. You gotta To, to be I, I wrote this I, Mike I don't know If I ever gave you My Midwest mentality uh, Manuscript of life book I gotta give that to you no, I, no 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 Yeah no Yeah no I'll give it I'll give it to you Actually you no know I'm on Google Docs, Let me pull it up But I wrote something I wrote something like this um, I took this book I, I was in High school Senior I said you know what Let me try to help the world And I said alright Let me uh, take this From my view As a, a Kid basically And I took it from the parent's view as a, you know, a grown parent. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, I wrote this in a sense that it would help, but while it loads, I would say it really depends. I think it's subjective. I know some kids right now who I've seen, they can easily be it because they, they have the moral principles and ethical principles to do it. However, I see a lot of people nowadays where it's like, you can't even handle your own matters. (laughs) How are you going to handle a, a five-year, five-month-old child? You know, it, it, that scares me because they, they talk about having kids and it's like, oh, that's <laughs> uh, scary <laughs> you can't handle your own priorities. All right, but I, I basically said uh, in the parents' perspective in this as I go through it, is stress is going to be the number one factor, how you, how you can handle stress management. So if you're somebody, let's say, who is constantly tired, fatigued, constantly complaining, constantly saying this is this is my life now and I got to you can't do it but if you're constantly somebody saying you know what I did my job today I got my kid I'm going to have this positive attitude so you know let's get this you're all fired up and energetic and putting the energy towards the you want your kid to be happy in a couple of years it's going to pay off and I think that's what's the key is if, if you can have that energy of saying it's going to pay off and, and when this person grows up to be like me or and have those moral qualities rub off that's when it's worse i think people sometimes parents forget the the long term they think about the short term dirty diapers blah 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 they think it's like oh this is a pain like and that's where that's the problem is the kids at that age are so unique in their brain like their brain absorbs so much i mean it's amazing how these kids can operate a phone at one month old seems like and they can operate machinery at like two years old and ride training wheels and it's off at three or something it's crazy and the, and if they can the parents can say you know what i'm gonna invest a lot of my knowledge and time into early developmental stages before the brain starts to really go into extreme sponge mode and everything gets so soaked, soaked in and uh the cognizant uh recognition of values will put, come into play that's when they'll become good kids, when they start seeing their parents work and grind for what they have in a good way. On the flip side, though, like you said, for repeat, I think a lot of people in this day and age could could be the opposite, where they're thinking the short term is so stressful and so infuriating that they become selfish in their own rights. Like they their opinion doesn't matter. They can't even show self-compassion and love for themselves at 30, 40 years old. And it doesn't, it doesn't make them have a good look to be a parent. And they have someone coming in saying, or they go to like a counselor and therapist, like, you're not ready or you start you start going crazy LA. So I think there's a time and place for it. I think a lot of people will know when to do it. Uh, but, but the overall perspective, in my personal opinion, is it subjective? And you gotta have this attitude of saying, think long term. I think a lot of things people do nowadays or what's the short-term stimulation that could just get me it's like when you buy a coffee right or you buy something man that coffee tasted so good i just bought a fast food burger man it's great yeah but you lost 10 bucks you do that every week seven times a week i don't know it's like probably 200 bucks easy so i think if you can use the long term in a sense to say you know i'm only gonna do one time i'll have my fun night but you know what six and a half i want 164 hours out of the week to really be about me, the child, and have like four <laughs> to eight hours maybe of alone time or whatever you feel in the free time, that's a mindset that you can be a parent and I can I can clearly see you're gonna, your son or daughter is going to be a success.
1: Hope that helps. Uh, Mike?
0: Yeah, no, <laughs> not everybody could be a parent. <laughs> uh, I mean, and, and that's just like, I mean, and I'm just speaking that because I – uh, I mean I myself is you know like A perfect example Of what KT was just talking about 30-40 uh, years old Um, You know The short term gain with You know having a 5 month old baby And you know like worrying I mean not only just um, You know like having to deal with Diapers and feeding a child and raising It to become a decent Human being it's the fear of just, you know, what if something happens to my child? You know, the real world, yeah. Yeah. What if the real world comes in? Like, the real world is scary. And it's like, what if he's just riding a bike and there's a crazy drunk driver down the street coming down, yeah. coming down, and just, you know, out of, you know, a uh, chance, out of crazy chance that, you know, uh, my kid wasn't looking and he gets run over by a car. I mean, that, you know, that, the fear of that as well is, is what, you know, like really, really, you know, scares the crap out of me, uh, you know, having kids and stuff. Uh, I mean, but then you, you know, and then you also have uh, the people who shouldn't be having kids having kids.
1: Um, Now we're getting to the real deal.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like you have, yeah. I mean, you, you just, You have uh, uh, 16, 17-year-olds, you know, getting pregnant by their boyfriends and, you know, not using protection during sex because they don't like the feeling of a condom on them or or they don't like using protection because it's too much work. Uh, I mean, you know, like you guys should not, you know, like, you know, you guys shouldn't be having sex in the first place. But, you know, it's there's also the responsibility.
1: It's It's a free society, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a free society. It it definitely is a free society. So
1: don't tell me what to do.
0: Yeah, don't exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it goes back to the point
2: of these kids; they don't want to be told what to do. They, they don't want to be told what to do. They, they definitely. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let me take it a step further now, and thank you, Katie and Mike, for this input. It seems like I'm moderating, but I, I'm no. a <laughs> devil's advocate here. It's all good. Um, do we think that as a society, then we should be we should be putting barriers to parenthood?
2: Um, it's a tough. One. That's a real
1: tough. One. Uh, yeah,
2: it, it's hard because it's like I said in the beginning. I, I don't know. If we should because it's hard to really control someone's emotions and decision making. I mean, I can't just say, Uncle oh, Mike, yeah, you gotta, you gotta make this move because I told you. To. I, I just, I just don't like doing that, and I don't know if putting a limit would even change it. It's like, it's like they, mm-hmm. uh, it's like they do with. Uh, I don't know. I guess my, I guess Uncle Mike might know this, and I, I know this too well. Is when, I, when I travel, I go to these foreign countries, like, you you smoke at your own wrist. They show pictures of uh, lungs getting burnt out of surgery. And it's like, alright, well, that should be a clue to most people I like, don't do it, but they still do it anyway. So, I mean, even if we put barriers on parenthood, I think knowing the rebellious ways of everybody in the world seems like, or or just that select crop of people who shouldn't be able to be parents in the first place. They're just going to push the limits. I think we're a society that loves to push the limits. I mean, I'm, I'm an offender to that too. I, but it's not anything really bad. I just I like pushing the limits of seeing how far I can go to help and progress people. I'm sure Uncle Mike likes to push the limits of time. Freakbeat, same with you. We all like to push the limits in, in one way, shape, or form. That no, one, no one can say, I never pushed them. If you never push the limits for the good of the world, or for the, the sake of being you and being personally developed and you're not getting outside your comfort zone, then you're not, you're not really developing in a smart way. However, if you're pushing the limits too far on parenthood and you're pushing the limits to the point where your kid can't even function, then there, there really should be some guidelines and restrictions in my opinion. However, it's like I said on the top, it's up to the parents to decide whether I'm going to follow that protocol. And that life, and I think any self-help book you read on parenting or whatever the case may be, it can only it can only guide you so far. So you can only take it so far, and it's really you can lead the horse to water, but will that horse drink the water? And it's up to us to really make that change, or the millennial parents.
1: Mm-hmm. So you know that there's social services, right? Out there, yeah, yeah. What the social services are doing is basically. Uh, trying to correct mistakes that have happened—is that a fair way of putting it? Yeah, they call it Planned Parenthood. Uh huh. Trying to repeat yeah. the
2: same mistakes as before. Yeah.
1: So, what the social services are doing is a a reaction to a problem. My question to you, when I said, "Should we be putting barriers?" is, instead of being reactive, should we not be preventive? Oh, okay. So okay, okay. Question: Why don't we have a test in parenthood, like a degree? Hmm. That's a that's a valid
2: point. That's a <laughs> that valid... <was> very true.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, I yeah I feel like why you never answered, so I'll give it to you.
0: No, no, well I mean no, that's a that's a very no, that's I was going I was just agreeing that that's a that's a very good point. Like you should there's there definitely should be some sort of like aptitude test
1: <laughs> on your You know skills. you know you know when you go drive, right? You yeah. you, you pass a test. Driver's is, license, yeah. A drive right. which is a knowledge based test. Of course. Mm-hmm. As well as, as a practical test. Correct? Yeah. Of course. So why don't we have a parenting license? where you have to to pass a knowledge test a practical test a psychological test um, and a physical test perhaps i can give you two answers to that, and unfortunately
2: the number one thing that's going to come from this is uh, money and that's what that's the number one excuse right it's like nah it's too much work or it's money And I think it shouldn't be the. I think the way, if you describe it like that, I think there should be a bill in place if that's the case. I mean, if you can, if you have to answer questions to be like a citizen or a driver, like a licensed driver, or heck, even if you want to join um, any club
0: or any.
1: Military, military man. Uh, even
0: military. Yeah, you gotta, uh, yeah. You gotta be okay. You know, you gotta be um, physically you know, ready, mentally ready. physically ready, mentally ready to like use a mm-hmm. gun. You know, like mm-hmm. yeah, and, you know. and this also brings
2: a good point too. I think we, we didn't touch on. I don't want to touch on too much, but we should also be doing that too for mental health. I think that's something mm-hmm, too yeah. we need we need to because yeah. Imagine, a, one thing to have a normal parent who just doesn't act. Imagine a kid being raised with a psychotic parent. Like,
1: mm-hmm. that's a scary no. thought. Which I'm sure is happening. Oh, it's, happening. <laughs> it's happening. And it's that, happening. It's happening, all right.
2: And that's where the darkness comes in the kid's side. Like, what am I supposed to do? Yes. So I think we need to think about that. I think, in fact, that raised a really good point. I think, in fact, that it's raised such a good point that I might even do something with that in my, in my spare time. And just think about what can I can do, and maybe I'll I'll create something. I don't know. I'll create like a a practice test and all like questions I could possibly think in my spare time. Shall I,
1: shall I give you my uh, the rate of charge for consulting? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean you could, or or we can
2: work on it together. I mean we we can we
1: can. We can work on it together. I like that. I like that. There you go. This is something that came uh, out of the blue. This well, is yeah with with your initiative
0: yeah out of the uh, out of the ether.
1: That's what they say,
0: man. You know I me;
2: mean? I'm open minded to anything. So, yeah, I think if we can, we'll do that. On the, we'll do that on the lowdown. We'll get back to the main point. I, I do yes. realize that we do need to have something like that. I think it's not even so much the fact that you, you're ready to be a parent. I think it's a, just a good knowledge of saying, what can you do in situation? I mean, like, do you know how to do a Heimlich maneuver if your kids choke? Do you know how to? Uh, mm-hmm. treat the kid in a sense of a, a serious accent. Do you even know who the first yeah. person to call is when your kid's at school saying, I need help, like, or, or even better? It's like, do you even know what to do at night when the kid's like, oh, I got stuff going on, starts crying and stuff. Do you know what to do, or you just let it go all night and you lose sleep all? So I think those are the things, the initiatives that we take right now to develop something. We can really be onto something more, more than just, you know, doing the show, we can really be on something for parents in the next generation to have a more stable um, connection with their kids. In fact, I think it it, it can go down to the bottom line of uh, when you go to like a, I don't know what it's exactly called, I guess maybe a psychologist or therapist or whatever, like a parent therapist where you have those meetings with like somebody to say, are you ready to be a parent planned parent or whatever, and they need to do their job too saying, you know what, here, let's break out this test. Break, right. it, break the test now. Let's see if you're really ready instead of talking about words. Mm-hmm. Words don't mean nothing. It's face value. Yeah. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's something that needs to be not only no. in place now, moving forward. Because if we don't put stuff like that, that will actually be better than the restrictions. I think if we put something that have affirmative action, people are going to be like, oh, you know what? Not ready. Give me five more years. Or you know what? Yeah. Not ready. Give me ten more years. Or you know what? Maybe I'm ready, If I have some apprehensions. Do it in my free time. So,
0: yeah. that's my thoughts. Yeah, I think I think currently right now with uh, social services too, it's um, um, they they really they they do the bare minimum when it comes to uh, you know a single mom or someone that comes into to social services, <coughs> they, you know, someone who comes in uh, pregnant, you know. Like I think they really just throw out the question: Are you keeping the baby or not? Uh, Yeah, you you know if if you're keeping the baby, okay, we're gonna try to get you some money. If you're not keeping uh, keeping the baby, awesome. You know we'll we'll take you. You know we'll take you to some clinic, or you know we'll provide you with a list of clinics that you know can help you could help you with that help you get rid of the baby. But but
1: now now to to extend this further. um that will have ramifications so let's say that me and KT now we we managed to to develop a course and then we go and suggest it to the government and say you know that we think that's a good idea for the reasons we just discussed so how are they going to implement it they should implement Cause, it because because we know that babies come around with sex correct yeah.
2: yes an adoption but that's another story of another time an Often.
1: adoption yes sure sure
2: Ah, uh, we need to implement it in in a way where it's not to the point where it's like it's too abrupt. Where it's like I want this mm. test now because they're just gonna be like, "What? Who are you?" No, you know, right. it, yeah. But we need to, We need to have We need to we probably have to develop or, or any or anyone listening. If you have any ideas, we're open. Um, you need to develop a standard saying, "Okay, here's some categories. What are some common things that parents have to do and have to respond to?" In everyday life, occurrence. Break that down. And have like a fifty. It doesn't have to be a thousand questions. Just fifty questions or twenty five will be enough to where we know you you can develop. And don't. And another thing is we don't need to make this test multiple choice, and we don't need to have a specific right or wrong answer, because my opinion is whatever you write down, we're already going to know what you're like in those words. It doesn't have to be right or right. you say something smart. And it's intelligent, and you're not lying, and you're holding. Cause that's another thing too. You can't skew the results. You can't also right pretend to be. And this is probably why I have an employee. You can't pretend to be. Oh yeah, I'm definitely ready. You just kind of be a goofball and be a smart guy and be like, all right, everything's right. You know, where where we don't see anything wrong where you couldn't be. So there has to be a code of honor. You probably would have to check. You have to do a background check on these people. You can't. You can't just say, "All right, you know, here's a twenty-year-old trying to be a parent," and it's like, "Well, you answered everything correctly. You seem like you're mature enough. What the heck?" But no. e- exactly, and that's the problem. And I think that's that's the underlying problem why they have it. There needs to be certain guidelines, certain restrictions on
1: how we. Well, well, uh, yeah. As a, as I said, it wouldn't have to be just a knowledge base. I mean, knowledge base is oh, the yeah. very beginning. You have to be a psychometric test. We have to be a physical test, and we have to be a practical test. Like practical, as in how do you change nappies, I guess, or yeah. you know how do you how mm-hmm. do you cook? Because people in the United Kingdom, lots of young people, they don't know how to cook. They actually go to YouTube to learn how to boil an egg. Oh my gosh! If you don't believe me?
0: Go oh. to YouTube.
1: Oh my gosh! How to boil an egg? <laughs> it's it's real. It's real. If you don't uh. believe me, go to YouTube. No, I believe you. There, you there's actually... these crazy people out there. yeah okay. so so you have knowledge, you have practical. Okay. but most importantly, you need to have the physical a physical test, I guess. and uh, you need to have a psychometric test. so psychological that you're mature enough, okay? Mm. And people of course may be able to predict the right answers. i yeah, I don't want to go out clubbing every week because I need to take care of my baby yeah. that's that's the obvious answer isn't it but yeah. uh, this is where a good psychometric analysis will reveal the inner you especially for people who don't have an insight or the IQ to be able to predict those answers but um, um, I think if you if you take it like that you see KT my, my, my worry is that people will kick back and say now you're talking very authoritarian like you telling me that I need to be physically healthy to be able to have a baby? Mm-hmm. That, that's that's true. Too. Mm-hmm. It, it, mentally, it, it, yeah. Not <laughs> just mentally, but physically, for example. Yeah, mentally. So therefore, you taking my human right away. Now, the answer, my answer to that, my response to that is, well, you have your human right, but we also should function as a society as well. Your child if it's not appropriate to the society, it may have a negative impact on me, therefore impacting on my human rights.
2: Absolutely. And this is the thing. It, it, it's literally the chain of the domino effect. It's like you'll have people argue that and it's also like, well, if we don't... but here It's like, oh, it's fine. You, you, you got your wish. But what if your kid becomes a nuisance and a, a havoc to the world? What if they're the next unfortunate circumstance or unfortunate ending because of your, your poor parenting skills?
1: Well, it's like, the social services will come in and take care of everything, right?
2: Yeah, you would think, but sometimes even if they come in, it's like if they're if you've taught them so bad to the point where they're like rebellious and they can't even be controlled, they're like un- wild, like an untamed beast. Sometimes they just they just know how to get out. So it, it, it's a real it's a really interesting dynamic. I think it'll probably need to be further developed and further researched, of course, but. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It, it can it could also be too authoritarian. It could be also mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, eh, you know what? What are we like the, the military here? I mean, like, you gotta take me take a test to be a parent, and some people are gonna think it's outrageous. But if you look at it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. We want to function as a society, so it's it's literally society versus freedom of speech, and then it's versus few-
1: individual, isn't it? Exactly. This is where it was- this is where I was getting yesterday with Mike because I said to him, all the questions that we've been raising and the issues we've been debating last night, meaning, mm-hmm. I said it all comes down to a simple debate: it's individual versus society. What do you, what does matter mm-hmm. the most? What do we value the most?
2: Man versus world, yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's 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 like what do we as individuals value the most, and the difference is. There's not really much there, but the only difference is it's one individual and then you have a whole bunch of society. Or you can look at it as well, society is made up of a bunch of individuals and society is just one thing in a world of many things. So you can look at it both ways as how selfish or how unselfish you want, no matter what the common denominator is, we have the power to do whatever we want in the sense that whatever we make Got to be a rule or justification. We gotta live by it, and we gotta adapt to it. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon, in my opinion. And I think you raised a good point in the sense that we, we truly do have a good, we, we do have the, the man, manver- the external versus internal, in a sense of we gotta fight that every day and, and try to keep society <laughs> straight. But we also know that there's eight billion people almost in this world, and it's uh,
0: it's a crazy event for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. eight billion people. Getting we got close. that many. We got that many people in this world. <laughs>
1: yeah. Eight billion min- minus three. That's
0: <laughs> right. Man, that's yeah. We're that's growing. Crazy. We're growing fast. Yeah, so fast, they're... exponential.
2: Like we'll probably hit ten billion by twenty twenty-five, if not sooner.
1: Now we're almost we're almost on an hour now, and we haven't even discussed standards. But again when I philosophize, it will come down again to individual versus society. So this is perhaps something that I guess needs to be explored further on, on a different occasion. And perhaps we need to, less I need to educate myself in this because, you know, I don't know political theories about individualism versus society. I do know of a couple of societies that celebrate each side. And I said that to Mike. So, for example, I think the USA is very... Celebrating the individual and the power of the individual, and for example, Japan celebrates society and not so much the individual. Right. I don't know many political theories, and therefore I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel confident of commenting, you know, on a famous podcast like Uncle Mike's uh, Adventures with Life. Uh, but perhaps we should or could explore this, I guess, on another occasion. I don't know what you guys think.
0: No, absolutely, we can definitely explore. Yeah we could definitely go on and on about this type yeah. of stuff, man. This stuff really interests me, so I'm really glad uh, I was able to get uh, both of you guys on here. This is my first time actually doing a uh, podcast with two people. So, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you guys, you know, just uh, giving your time. You, uh, you uh, K- uh, KT, you're, what, what time is it for you guys over there? For like 6 o'clock? 5.20, I'm about to eat dinner. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. About to eat dinner, and Highest in the UK is man. I don't know what time.
1: Probably like Like uh, a ten thirty. Yeah, ten thirty. Ten thirty
0: tonight, and and it's like yeah, it's like two. I think it's like two p.m. here. You're way ahead of you, man. You're in the past. (laughs) Yeah, I'm in the past. I'm way in the past. You guys are like way in the future. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, but we we can definitely yeah talk more about this stuff. But I mean, if you, uh, I mean, is there anything else you want to add, uh, uh, highest? Anything else? Any other questions? No, that you want I, to
1: kind of on this? I thought that, I hoped that Katie will have um, debated a bit more, like against me, so I can learn a little bit more stuff. But uh, he kind of, I think he's a very, um, you know, you have very common, good common sense, I think. We we need to get some other crazy millennial on, <laughs> on, the, next, on I, the next talk, I think.
2: I just told that to Alcoma, is like, I'm such an open-minded person to the point where you can tell me everything in the world like it's against me, and I'll still find a way to make it like, hey, this is this is something you can do to make a compromise. So I, th- I guess that that's a good thing. But I guess it, for the for the sake of you want someone more of that crazy guy, I talk and might find somebody off the street. <laughs> it's a yeah, yeah, he yeah, he, yeah, he did say I, that. I really
1: need <laughs> need to 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 explore and understand well, you know, what exactly the thing, and perhaps perhaps they're not thinking anything different. Perhaps it's all in my head because I'm on my own closed world. You see, I'm on my own echo chamber, my own bubble and I don't communicate with people. And actually, every millennial is probably like you, Katie. I'm just thinking these people are weird because I'm just reading the news. (laughs) Yeah, it depends who you find, man. People are, uh, they're an interesting
2: phenomenon in itself. Some people are like, you know what, I got my own opinions, thoughts and they love to debate for 35,000 hours and it'll never stop. And then you got some people who, can you literally take a situation and find a way to make the situation more clear and that's, I think on, on behalf of the, the, the world if we can find more people like that and especially in the political game which is very rare uh, then we're going to move forward because it does start in a sense uh, from the top if we can make that situation that's unclear and we start having those kind of tussles with our inner, inner self beliefs and those, those inner self moments we can move that mountain and say, you know what? Instead of keep fighting those inner self beliefs, let's make these inner self beliefs more clear. Let's forget that haze over the mountain and start getting the skies out more. People are going to be more open to what could be the change of the
1: future, because change is the only
0: constant life. That's for sure.
1: True, man. True. Yeah, everything <laughs> I, flows.
0: I, I told you, I is uh, you know, uh, KT's a uh, uh, you know, a unique one so uh, true, that's
1: true he, he sounds like an old soul
0: yeah he does he definitely does sound like old soul so i, I that's yeah i mean i'm this is why i'm so appreciative of him just reaching out to me he was the one who reached out to me and started this whole podcasting thing and you know just me getting into podcasting like he was kind of there checking in on me every every so often and uh, yeah uh, I mean, we yeah. were,
1: KT, we were actually looking as to, we were thinking actually doing an anniversary talk like that, but not without the subject. Of yeah. Like a year of being an anchor. So I start, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I, st- I said to him, to Uncle Mike, I said, listen, we need to do an anniversary and perhaps you need to get KT on, on board as well. And I said, well, who messaged you first and daddy, daddy, fella. Oh, right, 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 right. It, right. It, it proved that KT, you messaged him kind of three weeks before I did but then kind of I reached out to him as well on the 12th of December last year so around this time I think you messaged him I don't yeah. know the reason why you messaged him but it was like around oh by chance this time last year it, it was literally he uh I, literally
0: found you on came- the, I found you on the recent tab <laughs> yeah he found fa- yeah literally found uh, yeah they don't have the recent tab anymore um but found me on the recent tab and he just straight called me he didn't leave no message yeah, he just he just called me and you know and, and when when the call came in, I was looking at the phone like, who the hell is KT? Who's this Kevin Touch guy? And I just you know off the you know off top, I was just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna answer it. Didn't and expect a teenager on the line. <laughs> yeah, I did not expect a 18 year old kid to call me up just to chit chat, and, and uh, it just went from
1: there. Yeah, so it's been a year, really, where things, shit happened. I mean, my life, a lot of shit happened. Shit, oh, all of, like, good, all of ours. Good, good things and bad things as well. Yeah. And I'm sure same things happened to you guys. Perhaps we can get together and, and just do a roundup, I guess, again. But uh, I, I thought it was a good way of reconnecting a year after. Uncle Mike, you know, we we both know you. I thought, you know, before I even had this idea about... The topic remember i said let's just reconnect and do kind of a one-year anniversary of being an anchor right. and i know i know that you guys don't feel very strongly about anchor by the way <laughs>
2: yeah we got our we got our stays about that and uh what, 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 we, what we were used to uh back in the day compared to now so
0: yeah yeah for sure for sure. But, but I mean
2: but one year anniversary talks and interview like, like these type of styles I'll still enjoy it because it's getting a group of people together and just shooting the breeze about whatever. That's that's cool with me.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I hope that's cool with you, Ice.
1: Yeah, I know you, of course. Uh, it yeah. Is.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I know you You dig like a real, you know, structure format. And and you know, I'm Lucy Goosey and Lucy uh,
1: Goosey, I'm yeah, cool Mike.
0: Yeah, you know, like hey, let's just uh, you know, see what happens kind of a thing. So uh, you know, I don't, I don't have, I don't throw any expectations into my into all this stuff. So, um, yeah, man, I'm definitely down to do it. I'm definitely down to do it. If uh, if you guys are, uh, we could probably do it around yeah, December December twelfth or something. Uh, if that's yes. okay with you, I, I mean, I don't know if that's good with you guys. Uh, you, yeah, guys yeah, you guys, how about you guys figure out? We'll we'll throw, we'll, we'll figure out a date.
1: We'll we'll do this offline now, so we don't bore. Mm. Listeners of the podcast, and if okay,
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds good. Well, hey, man, I really enjoy you guys. Uh, IS the Freak Beats, thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Uh, same with you, KT. Thank you,
1: and uh, yeah, no, no problem, thanks. no problem. Thanks for inviting. Me. I learned quite a lot, and um, looking forward to learning. Uh, you know, we, yeah, we, you through brainstorming and discussing, basically, lots of good things come out. Absolutely, Absolutely. all right, guys.
0: All right, well, this uh, concludes our podcast for today, and uh, I will talk to you guys again soon. All right, peace out. Thanks, boy. Yo, uh, so hope you guys enjoyed that uh, segment there with everybody, uh, Is and KT, big shout-out to those guys. Uh, Stay tuned tomorrow. We're probably going to do a little more um, uh, recording. I'm going to get in touch with KT and, um, you know, go at it and, you know, talk about what he's been getting into, probably dive into yesterday's topic, uh, you know, give our thoughts. Uh, Right now, I'm just leaving a little bit of my thoughts on this whole segment thing here too. Which is, um, you know, you know. Fortunately, we didn't have a millennial uh, on to talk to us. I, you know, f- for the life of me, I thought uh, KT was in there, but actually, he's the cusp of millennial. I'm also at the cusp of millennial, and you have uh, a Gen X, Enias. Uh, uh, so. You know, we, we we did like leave our opinions on it uh, about this subject, and you know, you guys give it a listen. And I mean, you know, please feel free to if you have any thoughts, uh, hit us up and let us know. Um, that was quite an interesting discussion. Um, unfortunately, uh, uh, I just didn't you know get all of the answers, even though uh, you know I I think he might have. the gist of uh, uh, some of it, but yeah, it it was a really uh, deep topic about, you know, um, millennials, or not just millennials, I mean, I feel like it's, this has been happening for a long time too, where, um, you know, in the land of, like, in America, Western society, where freedom, individualism is is very important i do what i want to do don't get me wrong i mean that is a very very empowering empowering thought that you know uh that we have and that like it's 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 actual power like you have the power to change someone else's life you know like you are a human being that like can cause things around you um um to to change you could change the course of history if you really um do something um with yourself so you know that that alone is like a great great responsibility and you know this goes back to what we were talking about like um responsible people not you know not caring and just going out and having kids you know it's like i i honestly feel you know like even though is and kt and i do agree like man if we could have some sort of a aptitude test some sort of test that um gives parents or you know uh, future parents um, a, it, it, like a foresight into them, you know, becoming a parent, you know, um, I think that would be a really great, great idea, you know, but how do you implement it? Like I say, it's very, I think it's very difficult. And I mean, I hope it can be done. I, I, you know, honest to God, hope, uh, you know, like we, we put something in place where it's like more than just Planned Parenthood, where, you're really planning for, uh, you know, for this person to raise a child, his or her child, correctly. Uh, I, I, and I get it. There's Lama's classes, there's workshops, there's this and that. Um, but then, you know, there, you know, when you're talking about doing, like, implementing it through the government, you know, that's really. Uh, Infringing on people's rights um, to their freedom, so it's a very, very slippery slope to you know, like to to deal with. Like if you set laws in office, pass policies that require people to, you know, uh, take a test before they become a a parent, or um, you know, like that's kind of going in way, um, getting way too personal. So, you know, I I, I could totally see like, um, you know, um, like pure uh, constitutional uh, gurus and fanatics, you know, like even Jordan Peterson, I feel would be one of these people who would like say, no, it's not going to work. Like if you implement it in in by law, if you make it by law. You're not a free society. You're not a um, democratic society. You know? You're mob mentality. You know, that's actually a very communist, communist type of view. Because, I mean, you know, you look at China. Um, you know, for the longest time, they were implementing one um, child per family to kind of... Um, to uh, keep the population uh, to have to give population control, to keep the population down or to a minimal, you know, and, you know, it's just, you could do it, um, and and they did it, um, but, I mean, I don't think it actually solves anything, because people are still going to want more than one kid, and they still do it, and in China, even though they implement that law, not everybody follows it, everybody still goes for, um, you know, two, three kids, and they do it for selfish reasons uh what the government uh what the government does for in china anyways this is uh, just a little knowledge from what i know about china is like even if you have uh, okay so you have one child per family fine we'll give you enough to provide for that one child however if you have more than one child they're not gonna like discipline you or they're not gonna like um Punish you But they will penalize you In that They won't provide For the other following kids They'll provide for The only one That you have Probably the firstborn And then the subsequent uh, Children That you do have They won't be um, uh, Cared for Or the government Won't provide Like won't provide uh, Assistance So um, I mean there's that And people still don't care People's like okay Well you know They'll go out And make enough money To provide for those kids You know Because they, they want to You know it's It still doesn't You know Still doesn't really help um, I mean but I, I feel Hopefully You know Like If we're not um, We don't put We don't have to put laws Into Government like that Into society Where Um you know, you must take this aptitude test to see if you're a good enough parent. And, and what if you're not? And, you know, if you're not a good parent, you know, like you can't have kids. That would be very, very, you know, uh, difficult for any person to really swallow. Like, I'm not smart enough to raise my kid, raise a kid, raise a good kid. Um, you know, and, and there, you know, there's going to be a uh, you know a wide range of like um, uh, people that, are going to fight that so uh, you know and it goes back to what I'm trying to say is just you you know with the power you have you know with great power comes great responsibility as Stanley wrote in Spider-Man um, Spider-Man comic books uh, when Uncle Ben told um, Peter Parker that you know have, with great power comes great responsibility it's very true you know and every person in this world has the power to just you know change things around them and and cause you know you know make a, you know create incredible uh things in the world for people to enjoy and also can cause so much destruction you know and and one person can do that one person can you know cause complete havoc uh, you know i mean you look at the just the you know, great dictators. You know, of, of the past. You know, with Hitler and uh, and Mao and you know um, all these other crazy dictators around the world. They're just one person, but you know they're making the calls and they're calling the shots and they're causing you know death and suffering. And you're you know you know you you're, you're you are responsible, you know, you have to be responsible with your power, you know, and, and that means if you're, if you're, um, you know, going to have a child, if you're going to have a kid, you know, that kid is your responsibility and you need to raise, you need to do the best you can to raise that child to become a, you know, contributing adult. Society, you know, contributing citizen and good Samaritan, you know, and help people, you know, rather than hurt people, uh, you know, you, you know, th- that that that's your main goal is to raise your child, you know, everything else is secondary. Um, and, and that's that's not, you know, that that's some of, that's something that really scares me too, because it's just like me. As a uh, adult that, um, um, you know, that's, you know, coming of age, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like prime, like I'm supposed to become a dad and have children, you know, but at the same time, um, once I have a child, it's a game changer, like everything else is secondary, that child is everything. And... If I'm going to have a child, that's got to be my, my focus. That's got to be my focus. The child is everything. Everything else is secondary. I need to do whatever I need to do to make sure that the kid is raised well, fed, you know, have a roof over his head or her head. Just, I need, you know, like that's just the most important. Even if I am living in the streets, at least my child is okay. And, um, I mean, just... Where I'm at right now, I I really can't see myself doing that, but I will say, like, when, if I am ever ready, that's going to be the mindset, not, you know, you know, not anything else, not, no excuses, not making, you know, you know, not, not like, um, victim, you know, playing the victim or anything, you know, or not caring, you know, because, if you are responsible to uh, have sex, you are responsible for a kid. You, you know, uh, you know that's how reproduction works. You know, if sex. Uh, the purpose of sex is not to have fun and to, you know, um, enjoy your life with your girl or whoever. You know, sex is to have children. You know. Um, albeit, it's it's quite pleasurable, <laughs> but but still, you know, there's more to life than just pleasure. You know, there's meaning, as uh, Jordan Peterson would say. So, you know, I want to live my life with meaning, and um, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you know you you should have kids too. You can have you could you know your life can have so much meaning, you know, and not have children. You know, but you know, having children, as they say, is part of life, and uh, you know, you, you won't experience the full range of life if you never uh, cross that bridge. And um, I mean, you know, like I don't know about having my own ch- own ch- own child, like you know, uh, but I mean, I I've always thought that you know, having adoption, uh, you know, doing adoption is, is a good is a good one. For me, because you know, um, I feel like that's that's one of the ways I will uh, help out in society. Um, I feel like there's enough, you know, orphans out there in the world that needs some, that needs a guardian, that needs a parent, that needs somebody, and you know, um, if if I, you know, uh, ever, you know, uh, decide like hey man you know i don't want to have my own kids like adopting you know is, is a really great option so that about does it for uh this podcast here i hope you guys enjoyed it uh went on for a little over an hour i uh, appreciate you guys listening in um and definitely tune in tomorrow i'll be talking to kt about um the, the stuff he's getting into with uh up promotion on instagram you guys uh, you know i'm sure you guys are listening with no no kt kevin touch um will you know I'll, I'll plug in his uh, you know social media uh, tomorrow and he's on i'll let him do all that anyways uh good talking to you guys talk to you guys next time peace